Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Nick's Picks Championship Edition. I am your faithful and loving host today. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Nick Perquette. I totally forgot that. Um, today is January 21st, and we had some football today. And um, as a closet New England Patriots fan, I am excited to see them go to the Super Bowl again. And I know a lot of people out there are not. That's okay. Uh, but also, they will be meeting the Philadelphia Eagles. And so in this edition, I will be breaking down the different games and be telling you about what happened, what went on, um, the good things, the bad things we saw, um, how the other teams could have won. Although it is kind of difficult for me to say that for the Minnesota Vikings, but we'll get into that shortly. Anyway... Thank you for joining me, and let's get to the show. Believe it or not, between the introduction and right now, I have actually slipped into something a little bit more comfortable because I feel like I would be able to have a little bit more energy, a little bit more power, ready to go. During this segment, we're going to talk, I'm going to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling into Foxborough to face the New England Patriots and what was going on there. During the first half... The Jacksonville Jaguars pretty much dominated the New England Patriots. They ended up getting, before the half, they ended up getting up 14-2-3. Um, I believe that's right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They were they were up 14-10 to because New England was able to score towards the end of the um, half or the end of the quarter. And what... Basically, what we saw, at least in the first quarter and halfway through the second quarter, was that Jacksonville's defense was incredibly quick, was able to get to James White often and quickly, even though he was very fast, was able to keep pace with the wide receivers of New England. And also, unfortunately, um, they did knock out Gronkowski. Uh, there was a head-to-head -head collision, whether it was planned or, or aimed at is... You know, I'm not going to um, guess at that, but Gronkowski is in the concussion protocol until further notice. So we'll see what happens and we'll see how his status is for the Super Bowl. Um, getting into the third quarter, again, Jacksonville's defense was holding very tightly until there was a, I believe right up until there was a third down that ended up being a... It was the third and 18, and I believe it was the first third down conversion that New England had gotten the entire game because Jacksonville's defense had held them to it. Originally, it was just zero, zero, zero for five attempts, and so they get a third and 18. Amendola was incredibly strategic and incredibly valuable during that drive. And I do not know what happened to Jacksonville's defense. I believe that some of the reports were that they went to zone, and that was when Brady was able to pick them apart and where Josh McDaniels was able to scheme in order to pick them apart and call certain plays to pick them apart. Also, what ended up happening is, is in the first half, the New England Patriots' defense was not getting any pressure, so Blake Bortles had plenty of time. And I will say this, as a Tennessee Titans fan, like I do not like the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they were playing out of their mind. Blake Bortles was on fire today, and he played just the best game of his life, for sure, no doubt. Um, that being said, 
The New England Patriots ended up winning. Uh, they beat them 24-20. Uh, beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it really came down to the last play. It was 4th uh, and 14. Uh, or at least the last play for Jacksonville. It was 4th and 14. And they were ready to pass it. And there was a wide open receiver. But Gilmore, the cornerback for New England, came over and was able to bat the ball away. And was able to give the ball back to New England in order for them to be able to run out the clock. And so, I think the, the highlight in this game was that, um, I mean, Jacksonville's defense was really good. I think Blake Bortles, like, like looking at Jacksonville for next year, I think that they will be, again, another very dominant team. They have a young defense. And Blake Bortles seems to have won the starting quarterback position, I believe. Because he was playing lights out. What we're looking for as far as the New England Patriots go, Danny Amendola, we're looking to see if Gronkowski gets back. Danny, Danny Amendola was responsible for the two touchdowns um, that Brady threw. And basically we're looking to see, can New England stop the firepower of Philadelphia? Can they scheme to be able to pressure Nick Foles into making mistakes? And can their offense be able to do things Especially if Gronkowski is out. So those are my highlights. Again, the New England Patriots will be going back to the Super Bowl. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 24-20. to I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to talking about it. So welcome back in. That drop that I just laid for you, the wah, 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 was purely to the Minnesota Vikings, who had... The greatest opportunity to be able to pl- be the first team ever to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. And they not only dropped the ball, but just dropped it onto the floor, tripped on it, fell on their faces, didn't have a face guard on, slid their face across the pavement, and just got up all bloody and everything. So, without any further ado, I'm going to break down the Vikings-Philadelphia Eagles um, matchup. The Minnesota Vikings, for the first solid five minutes, literally it was five minutes, the first solid five minutes looked like a great offensive team, okay? They marched it down the field, they got it at the 25-yard line, they marched it down 75 yards, got the touchdown, boom, all of a sudden up 7 nil. On the Eagles, and I was like, like I remember, I like was like Philadelphia Eagles defense really needs to step it up. So then the Philadelphia Eagles get a chance, and they looked abysmal. They looked terrible. Their offense wasn't clicking, and it was uh, either it was a three and out, or they ended up getting some like one first down, and that was it. Then Minnesota gets the ball again, and it was like, okay, they're probably gonna march it down. You assume that. But what ended up happening instead is they get it around the uh, 40-yard line. Um, Keenum throws a pass. Uh, Chris Long comes in, hits his arm. It is intercepted. And not only is it intercepted, but it is run back for a touchdown. And the tide began to change. So it is tied 7-7. and And believe it or not, Nick Foles was playing extremely well. Zach Ertz, always dependable. And 
Garrett Blunt ends up um, scoring the next touchdown. And literally, like, what I saw was he made it cleanly through because that, that offensive line opened up a hole for him. He made it cleanly through that defensive line, and literally there was no one that was going to stop him because he once he got that full steam ahead, there was nobody around him. There was one dude who tried to stop him, but he's just going to bowl over him, and he did. Then um, Minnesota, and here's, here's where I really think that the game changed for Minnesota. Minnesota was at the 25-yard line of the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Philadelphia Eagles got a strip sack and recovered the fumble and then marched it down the field and scored another touchdown. And I think that that is ultimately what ended up changing the game for them because it was 21-7 to and you're just like... The offensive line for the for the Eagles was protecting Foles really well. And Foles looked really good. He looked poised in the pocket. And so after seeing that, and then even the Vikings in the third quarter had it at the... Actually, I think the turning point, I believe, was a fumble. But then the crushing blow that came to the, Philadelphia, or the, the Minnesota Vikings was in the third quarter. They had it the seven and a half yard line of Philadelphia and they literally tried four times to punch it into the end zone at the very end it looked like Adam Thielen came up with a touchdown but after they reviewed the play the ball had bounced off the ground and then into his arms so it was negated the ball was turned over to the Philadelphia Eagles and you could literally see the Minnesota Vikings walking off of the field completely defeated it was 31 to 7 at the time. Philadelphia marches it down the field, scores again. They ended the game 38 to 7 and this is this is the end of the game. 14 minutes until the end of the game. It was 14 minutes to the end and I literally just basically stopped paying attention. But um one thing is is what was really interesting is the Philadelphia Eagles fans were chanting we want Brady. We want Brady. Well, Philly you got him. You got Brady. You got the New England Patriots. This is going to be a very peculiar and interesting game. Like, I'm curious to see how the Super Bowl is going to turn out. Especially with the defense of the Eagles and that offense of the of the Patriots. Going against that offense of the Eagles and the defense of the Patriots. So we'll see what happens. Alright guys, this is the end. Um... As always, I really appreciate your attention. I really appreciate you guys listening up. Um, the next podcast you're going to hear from me is going to be over on... Uh, I'm going I'm to take it from my buddy Stephen Walker. Uh, it's going to be over on his podcast. We're going to do a Super Bowl preview with the Patriots and the Eagles. You'll probably hear me giving like hoorahs to the Patriots. And you'll probably hear him just bashing the Patriots and cheering on the Eagles and stuff like that. I think this is going to be a really interesting Super Bowl. But um, anyway, we'll we'll break that down for you. So listen in for that. Uh, that's on his uh, podcast, uh, Home Field Disadvantage. Uh, guys, if you aren't following me on Snapchat or Twitter or Instagram, you got to get on there because that's where, especially Twitter and Instagram, because that's where, that's where I got a lot of fire. Um, but anyway, uh, that is at N. P-R-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E. That's N-Perquette. 
So at Imperket on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Snapchat, I need to do a little bit more in. But um, again, like I said, I really appreciate you guys listening. I can't speak English. I really appreciate you guys listening, y'all listening. Um, And as always, y'all be blessed.